I know what you are. Mom! It's okay, baby. It's okay. You have no idea how dangerous you are. You're supposed to be a myth, a being capable of spontaneous creation. Here you are, using it to make breakfast for dinner. Let go of my children. Oh, yes, your children. Vision, this whole little life you've made. This is chaos magic, Wanda. That makes you the Scarlet Witch. Well, well, welcome, Popheads! Welcome to issue 140 of the Tomcast Popcast, aka Popcast, coming to you from a cauldron in Agatha Harkness's basement lair. My name is Tom, thank you for listening to this quality, independent pop culture podcast. Please be sure to follow us on the social media, at Tomcast Popcast on Twitter, at Tomcast Popcast on Instagram. You can email the show, TomcastPopcast at gmail.com remember we are on all your favorite podcasting platforms apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, google play pandora music hey that how'd that happen and please make sure you are liking subscribing sharing the show downloading it uh and then uh, uh, giving it to all your friends family relatives enemies people you're in blood feuds with it, all all of that good stuff and you're, if you're on the apple podcast and you take, have the time leave us a sweet 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 five star review Remember, this podcast doesn't exist without the help of the official and loyal members of Pophead Nation. You can become one over at patreon.com forward slash TomcastPopcast. You can join the nation and gain access to sweet bonus content. Thank you to our current Patreons, the Aspinel Chody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail. Jeff is the co-host of The Ringineer, a fantastic music podcast. Check him out over there. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles, the Squidmaster General, Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer. And our very own Joker and Harley Quinn, Brian and Krista of Pariah Brewing, right here in San Diego, California. All right. Hey, last thing. Then we'll get into it, I swear. We are part of the 3BZine Network of Podcasts. Head over to 3BZine.com. You'll find tabs and links to take you to all the shows on the network. That includes Beer Night in San Diego. This fine show, the TomCast Podcast, dedicated to the pop culture coverage of all the news you need. And our Star Wars-focused podcast, with an emphasis on The Mandalorian and all things from Mandalore. That is called Mando Vision. Head on over there. You can check all those things out. We also have a store envy page. You can check out all the sweet merchandise we have as well. All right. Let's get into it finally. Sorry. I, I'm, I'm so excited to, to, to get into this episode and, and, and talk about what we're here to talk about today. Um, that I, I sort of <laughs> sort of stumbled and tumbled my way through the, the opening monologue of the show. Uh, and that's because we are here to talk about the penultimate episode of the season of WandaVision. Now, is it season one? Is it one of many seasons? I don't know. We, we don't know for sure. This could be a very finite series. This could be a one-shot kind of deal, like a, a nine-issue miniseries of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I'm okay with that at this point. But, uh, you know, there's definitely definitely some, some more things to explore here, depending on on 
uh, you know, how the phase, this phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe plays out before us, but this is definitely helping set the stage. And uh, this was an episode that gave us a lot of background into into Wanda's character, and, 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 and it's going to be really uh, interesting to talk about as we sort of dive into to the causes of... of the causes and her reactions and, and the grief that she feels for everything that's going on. And, and we explore the origins of the Hex. We'll talk about those past connections that we see. We'll talk about what happens when she discovers these things for herself. Obviously, we have to talk about Agatha. You know, Agatha, she did it all, right? <laughs> yeah. still, still can't get enough of that, that, of that theme song, so I, I hope you all are still digging that one, too. Uh, and, the, and the other aspect of the show is, is we also got some more context for what's going on with, with Hayward and Sword. So we're going to have to talk about those issues as well. Uh, joining me today to talk about those things, we are uh, linking up with, with with my brother Mark once again, uh, who I always appreciate having come on the show uh, because he is not he is not the level of Marvel Marvel sycophant that I am. Uh, so I, I think he can be a, a bit of a tad, tad more objective viewer of the show. So he always has an interesting perspective uh, because, uh, because he... Um, yeah, you know, he uh, he has his own opinion on things. He is, again, not the uh, diehard psychopath about Marvel that I am. So that's going to be a, a welcome conversation. And so uh, let's. I think we should just get into it because that is why we're here. Let's talk about it. WandaVision, Episode 8, previously on. But before we can actually start the program proper, we have to do something very, very important. You have to sit down, buckle up. Hold on to your butts and buckle up again. Here we go. What are you doing? We're dismantling the most sophisticated sentient weapon ever made. Vision's not a weapon. You can't do this. In fact, it is our legal and ethical obligation. I just want to bury him. That's all I want. Are you sure? Excuse me? Not everyone has the kind of power that could bring their soulmate back online. Forgive me. Back to life. No, I can't do that. That's... That's not why I'm here. Okay. But I cannot allow you to take three billion dollars worth of vibranium just to put it in the ground. So, the best I can do is let you say goodbye to him here. Hey, all right. Joining me via Skype once again, my brother Mark is here, and and we are here to discuss the penultimate episode of Wandavision. Mark, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm I'm doing okay. Uh, you know, it, it's it's we're we're recording day of the episode release, which is something I don't think we've done much of for Wandavision so far, uh, and that does mean that I woke up very very early in the morning to watch the show before I went to work. So I was up at three uh, three a.m. West Coast time to watch this before I before I had to leave for work. That is one hour after I went to bed because I stayed up to watch it. Oh, hey, look at you! All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, for better or for worse, you're you're in a in a in a situation where you can do that at the moment. So that's nice, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, did you watch it just the one time, or did you go back and revisit anything? Just the one time. Once was enough. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's let's check in because we we haven't talked since I think I think we last talked uh, at episode six, if I remember correctly. Right. 
Um, how are you enjoying the show? Still liking it. Okay, good. That's good to hear. I, I wasn't sure. Um, you know, obviously, as, as, as more of the, the plot's kind of been revealed, I wasn't sure uh, how much you would stick with it, how much you were, you know, worried that it was just like, oh, it's turned, now it's turned into a Marvel thing, so I'm, I'm less interested in it, you know? Well, I think at the end of episode seven, um, I wasn't that taken with episode seven, but I think that had to do with just the fact that it seemed to confirm everything that you've heard via rumors mm-hmm. about about Agatha and whatnot. So, you know, I, wa- I wasn't like blown away by the episode, but I wasn't... Er, I mean, I didn't dislike the episode either. It was just like, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think as far as like the, you know, I, I like the way it was revealed that, that Agnes is Agatha Harkness. I, I like the way in which it was revealed. Um, it, yeah, but I wasn't surprised by that at all. You know, right. I, I, think, I think everyone kind of bought into that theory. It made, it, it made too much sense to not be what, what was going to happen. Right. And I think it was one of the, one of the few times that... Um, if 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 uh, if fan theories were to be proven wrong, it, it would have kind of been odd, <laughs> right? Like I'm I'm glad this one panned out because I think this is an interesting development. Sure, and it makes the most sense, and you don't just want to change your story just because fans figured out what you were doing. No, exactly, and I I think you know you and I uh, are we we've seen. Uh, this happened many times where, you know, I mean, the internet is a powerful thing. And if creators start going on the internet and figure and reading what the fans are thinking and it gets in their head, uh, then they, they sabotage their own stories. Right. So it, it's, it's good to know that the, that wasn't an issue here. Now, I don't know how much uh, in advance this was all filmed and completed before the fan theories even started. Um, I, I, I would like to think it was like fairly locked, you know, before we even started seeing trailers and things like that. I mean, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, we knew, we knew a lot of the casting, uh, and I, th- I think the Jessica uh, or the Catherine Hahn rumors as as Agatha kind of kicked in from there. But okay, I mean, there's a lot of there's so much on the internet where it's just it's just people like uh like just throwing everything against the wall and seeing what sticks. True. <laughs> and I've done a, I've, you know what I'm not gonna lie I've done a fair amount of that on the show as we have reviewed these episodes because uh, I I am still enjoying the mystery box element of the show so I can take wild swings at things. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I love the rabbit hole I, th- I threw myself down uh, with Roger earlier this week when, when we were talking about episode seven, and I ended up on the whole man thing idea. <laughs> which, listen, right. we may not see man thing in this show, but we're gonna see man thing at some point in this Marvel Cinematic Universe. You mark my words. Seems like it, <laughs> and um, I had no idea who man thing was. I always thought he was just a different artist's rendition of Swamp Thing. <laughs> my bad. Uh, my bad. <laughs> no, Man Thing's one of those uh, classic like Marvel '70s creations that I, I love. That Marvel comic '70s like Bronze Era of, of characters. So many weird, crazy characters come out came out of the '70s, and when everyone was like just high as a kite. <laughs> right. <laughs> so interesting, and uh, Man Thing's one of the ones that I. I I don't know why. I mean, I again, like we said before, he's just an, a Swamp Thing knockoff, more or less. But uh, I, I've always been fascinated by that character. Yeah, it's a cool design, so I'd like to see it yeah. on screen. Yeah, and if it doesn't happen in WandaVision, it's going to happen in Doctor Strange. I'm calling my shot. All right. 
Well, let's get into this episode. Uh, you know, the big reveal happens. Uh, uh, you know, we have the we have the you know Agatha's behind everything. We get the great song. I still love it. I know you weren't enamored with it. No. <laughs> but we 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 basically pick up where we left off. Yeah. In in Agatha's lair in the basement, uh, Wanda sort of captive. Um, and, but we actually, I think even before that, we, we go back, we're, we're in Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah. We get Agatha's backstory. Yeah. What did you think of that opening? Um, I thought it was a bit cheesy and, uh, it didn't look like the 1600s to me. Well, I mean, it just looked like the woods. I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, I was, guess. this, this wasn't the witch, uh, you know, that movie, <laughs> that's for sure. No, it should have been more like that, though. I mean, it could have been. I don't know. How, you know, Marvel hasn't quite leaned into their horror roots just yet. Um, right. I, I I would have liked them to because the the coven standing around shooting laser hands into her chest. Just I, I don't know. It was just silly, and I was like, all right, this is cheesy, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, that's that's how Marvel's chosen to convey their magic powers at this point, and, you know, I guess right. it, it sort of is what it is. Uh, but, yeah. we, you know, we get a little bit of backstory for Agatha here, and I I, I thought it was an interesting scene. I liked it, because, you know, they kind of framed it like it was going to be a standard Salem witch trial sort of situation. Uh, except sure. and, and it was, except it was witches putting another witch on trial, which I, I right. did like that kind of spin on it. Yeah, that was that was nice. And, you know, I always enjoy a good desiccated husk, of a human being. Uh, so, so Agatha kind of like absorbing their powers and, and their life force, I thought was pretty cool too. Yeah. Now you are, um, what's, the, I don't know if the, like, a, I don't want to call you a student of anything, but I mean, you are, you're, you're working, you have a project you're working on. You are becoming aware of, of like witchcraft and its lore and things like that. Sure. How much of, of that did bump up against, against you from what you've been like researching? I mean, nothing really. Okay. Just it's very Marvel. Just yeah, it's it's very Marvel, but it, um, you know, it's something that you can. It feels like the the sky's the limit. Um, just kind of so long as you set up your own rules for for your your magic world and then adhere to them, I think you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of the key thing. And, and they thought, seem to be doing that so far. That seemed to be a lot of what this episode was was kind of like introducing the rules of magic, like very basic stuff. I mean, we got a little bit of that w with Doctor Strange, um, but this right. this kind of is is like a different sort of magic than than the Sorcerer Supreme, uh, especially because it seems to be, I maybe I'm wrong, but it seems to be kind kind of uh, color based. Yes. You know, with Agatha Agatha owning that purple color, and then obviously Scarlet Witch having. Scarlet powers. Scarlet, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they blend the two, I, I or the the different types of magic uh, once we get to um, multiverse of madness with Doctor Strange to to see kind of like what the differences are and how the different types of magic interact because. That is one thing I've come across. It's like different, I don't know, the, the different types of magic and the way that they interact, like it can get kind of confusing. Mm -hmm, sure. So so it'll be interesting to see how they how they explain that. 
Yeah, well, I mean, like you said, I, th- I think the thing that people have to remember about magic use is, like, you have to have rules, or else magic yeah. is just, like, this do-whatever-you-want kind of thing. Yeah. Like, there has to be some sort of, um... I don't know, like, like I, I, am I wrong in thinking there has to be some kind of power source or, like, a consequence for doing what you're doing? Like, will we find out that there was some kind of other end of the spectrum that Wanda creating this hex has had in the world? I mean, it's possible. I, I don't think, you, you know, I honestly, it, there doesn't have to be. Yeah, it um, just depends on whatever rules they decide to establish, as long as they establish some kind of rules. Right. Yeah. Okay. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm with you on that. And it, it, it is Marvel. It, it is, you know, obviously this is going to be like one of the more comic book, comic book e elements. Um, but I, I'm definitely interested in seeing how it goes, and it, it is sort of interesting progression of what we saw. Like, I'm actually super interested in revisiting Doctor Strange right now. Because I'm like, what did they talk about in that movie? You know, when he was there studying with Wong and everybody. They just talked about how do I get from here to there and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that's that's all it was. Oh, come on. Give Strange more credit than that. No, I like Doctor Strange, but... I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't recall them specifically going into any type of, of specific magic and how it all worked. He just kind of sat in rooms, like reading books that he wasn't necessarily supposed to read. Right, but it was, it was the ancient one who would would be the one to kind of like impart the rules, like like this works because of X, Y, and Z, or if you do this, this is X, Y, and Z's consequence. Right. Um. So yeah, you know, we're 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 still just dipping our toe in, into that magic part of the marvel universe but it's i'm excited by it i am no yeah i i like it i i like that element um so so let's kind of fast forward a little bit um because i don't think i have anything else to say about the witch trials do you no i mean i'm I'm a little curious what it was agatha did that got her in trouble but obviously it was like some sort of forbidden act that uh uh, annoyed her coven (laughs) and then she turned on them and killed them and desiccated their bodies and i'm assuming her stole their life forces which is why she's still alive yeah she kind of like drained their power it seemed like and it sounded like she had there was a line in there something like she had kind of studied the dark arts a little bit because her her power is like a purple or a violet and the rest of the witches their their sort of fire was was blue right right so so yeah, I, it it seems like she, you know, she kind of went dark side a little bit. Ooh, dark side of the force, huh? Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, I I, I did like the, in the scene. I did like how um, um, Catherine Hahn played Agatha as as you know, kind of like crying and, and pleading for her life. And then once she realized that it wasn't gonna work, she just kind of stopped. <laughs> right. And she just like kind of like shut off. Like, all right, well, I'll stop bullshitting you right now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that part of the scene the most, where she just kind of like goes to dead deadpan face, and was like, "Man, all right, I tried." Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll skip. You know, I don't need to talk about like her killing her own mom. I mean, that just kind of seems like bad bad guy one hundred and one, right? Right. Okay. All right, so let, let's kind of get into the part where uh, Agatha wants to know what's going on. She doesn't understand what's happening. She was sort of. It sounds like she was sort of drawn to the hex. And in this like display of, of of magic, this display of power by Wanda, who, by all accounts that we now know, is responsible for everything. 
right. far as as far as the creation of the hex goes, and 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 controlling those people. Like she is doing it, even if she wasn't aware of it, she's doing it. Right. So I I, I think that 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 sort of notion that I was clinging to that maybe she that Wanda had been manipulated into creating everything. Now, Wanda's definitely been manipulated, but I'll, I'll get into that later on. But yes, it's like she it's her powers alone like no one's no one is urging her on right in, in, in that sense or like aiding or amplifying her powers this this is wanda's powers yes uh what did you think of the way that uh, uh, uh agatha sort of became the the dark knight detective and and decided to that, that to find out how this all happened you had to go back into wanda's psyche and and, and explore uh like like pivotal moments in in her life um, I liked it. You know, I, I thought it, I thought it made sense. Um, you know, the, it's kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but it seems like she was doing all that investigating to get to what seemed like would be a, an almost foregone conclusion for her, which is that, oh, she's the, that Wanda is the Scarlet Witch. is just kind of like, seemed like she should have been able to figure that out without having to do all that. Well, I think she has a line in there, like, like you're not even supposed to exist, like you're a myth. Mm, maybe I forgot about so, that So, line. so, so I think, I think Agatha sort of had to kind of prove, you know, like okay. this, this, I think she had like a working theory, and I think she even okay. says that at some point after, after visiting X amount of, of memories. Um, that she sort of has an idea of what's going on, but I, I did think it was sort of interesting that that Agatha is not even completely a hundred percent aware of how this is happening, and that's why she's right. like demanding answers from Wanda, who is again we know it's her power source, but she's not even a hundred percent sure how she's doing it. Right. And I think I think we get our ultimate answer in one of those flashbacks when when it goes uh, when we when we see her time with Hydra. But I, I don't want to get into the Hydra scene just yet. I, I, I want to talk about the, those first okay. memories with, with her her and Pietro as, as small kids. Um, yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, yeah. And and we, we see why she has uh, the nostalgia for, for the TV shows that she does, you know, for Dick Van Dyke and for Bewitched and, and, all, and all that stuff. Um, I, think, I think we all kind of suspected it was going to be something along that line. Uh, but I thought it was really neat the way they kind of played that out. Yeah, I, I liked the the inclusion of it. Um, I didn't put much thought into... I mean, I guess in hindsight I should have. Um, I didn't put much thought into why they were doing the whole sitcom gimmick, but I'm glad that they, they worked it into the story so that it, it, it is actually there for, for a purpose. It, it does serve the story in some way. Yeah, well, it's also sort of to me. It was also a bit of a reminder that you know Wanda's been in a bunch of these movies, um, but she's really been like underdeveloped, and, and you know we we yeah. don't we don't know a ton about her other than the basics that we got from Ultron from Age of Ultron. Yeah, you know, like we we sort of know her present, but we didn't know much about her past, and and and, and seeing uh, that that whole angle with um, with her parents, and you know they have like sitcom night where they have, where they all like learn how to practice their English. They, they are learning English by watching uh, sitcoms, which is something we've heard from a lot of uh, immigrants to the country. You know, they learn mm -hmm. the language by watching the television. Um, I, I thought it was really, really interesting. And sort of the way that Wanda is fascinated by 
the American sitcom and uh, in American culture via the sitcom, I thought was really uh, pretty fascinating stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then of course everything goes straight to hell. Uh, right. <laughs> her, I, I should say, I should mention too uh, that one of the, I, I was actually really very. Uh, I don't know if happy is the right word, but I was very. Yeah, I was happy. Fuck it, I was happy. <laughs> when when we see Wanda's parents, when we see her her father and her mother, it's I, it's not the guys from the, the the people from the commercials, which was a big popular theory on the internet. Oh, I didn't know that was the theory. Okay. Yeah, that that was a, a, a some speculation on on the internet that was going around is that that would be revealed to be their parents, but apparently, like those people are just more hostages in Westview. Okay, at, All least, right. at least that's my working theory. I'm, makes sense. Um, so I, I was delighted by that, but then I, you know, again, things go straight to hell from there, and they act, they literally they literally get blown to hell from there. Uh, right. I thought it was. What did you think? I thought this was interesting, but uh, there was a sort of I don't know the a, a sort of weird synchronicity for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, where the bomb that kills Wanda's parents is from Stark. Yeah, um, I, I always thought that was established. Was it? Did I just I, forget? Yeah, I feel like they say that in in Age of Ultron. All right, I have not. I despite my my intentions to revisit Age of Ultron, I have not done so. So maybe you're right. Yeah, that or it. It also just seems like any time you can, you can paint Tony Stark or Stark Industries as as a bad guy before he becomes Iron Man. It seems like they always want to do that. Yeah, I mean, it, well, it makes sense in 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 the context of the films. You know, like like Tony just didn't know what was going on with his weapons. Right. You know, so like it it, it does make a certain amount of sense, and um, I will have to check it out, and maybe maybe my friend uh, Ken will check in and let me know that you uh, that you are indeed correct that in Age of Ultron it was referenced in, in a well known fact that I just completely forgot uh, yeah. <laughs> age of ultron so no one's gonna blame you for forgetting something from from that <laughs> you know it's funny like I've, I've wanted to go back and revisit it but I'll, I'll, you know a lot of the joss whedon stuff has kind of tainted my uh my 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 desire to turn it back on again yeah isn't that funny um i mean i i don't think age of ultron is bad i i think it's at least as good as the original Avengers. Um, you know, I, I think it gets a little bit of a bad rap, but, but yeah. No, people... I, I thought it, Age of Ultron is fine. I, my, my biggest complaint about that movie was I felt like I saw the entire thing from trailers and commercials before I went and sat in the theater. Yeah, they definitely went overboard with the Yeah, and I think, they, I think they learned a big lesson from that one because they, they, since then, they have been much better about just kind of teasing out what's going to happen in these films. Right. I mean, and not to get too sidetracked here, but I mean, even the only other complaint I would have from Marvel trailers giving away too much is like, I kind of wish like Spider-Man was more of a surprise, but I, you know, I understand that that news got out. So might as well just like lean into it. Get, oh, get, for civil war. Yeah. For civil war. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like such big news across the internet. Yeah, it, exactly. It, it seemed like everyone knew. Exactly. So at that point it was like, well, you might as well just lean into it, put in the, put in the ad and get like a thousand more people, a hundred million more people excited to go see the movie. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I get that one. I do get that one, but it, it what a great surprise it would have been. Yeah. For sure. Anyways. Sure. Anyways. All right. <laughs> so then we get, we, we then we go to, we do go up to the next memory set, which is the Hydra 
uh, sort of initiation and, and her experience with the Mind Stone. So I, I'm assuming, let me know if you think I'm wrong, but uh, it, it's her contact with the Mind Stone is what sort of, do you think that imbues her with abilities or it amplifies the abilities that she had latently already? No, I took it as it amplifies because one, I, I think Agatha even says that to her, that the Mind Stone amplified abilities that were going to die in the, the way vine. she says it die on the vine right 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 because because you see in in the memory with her parents when the the stark missile hits her hits her building you know her and pietro are still alive right the bomb doesn't go off right 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 you're she, right she did something to to keep it from going off even though she doesn't know that she did it yeah, and I that 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 you know it's I'm glad you brought that up and it, because it reminded me of something that I, I I noted earlier when I watched the show it was like, oh this this early period of of Wanda, uh, you know, with this this Stark bomb not going off, that's like the early set of her powers, which in the comic in the early comics, for Wanda was was like the the ability to control probability, you know like the, okay. like the 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 sort of hex magic was was controlling probability and making things kind of sort of I may be explaining it not not well but it was less magic as it was remember Wanda was a mutant for the long you know for yeah. much of her comic book history it, it, it's gone back and forth a couple different times I'm not even sure where they are right now as far as that goes but she was she was a mutant daughter of Magneto so it was controlling probability which it was the original hex magic Okay. And it as, as we see after the Mind Stone, I feel like it is when it sort of begins to, her her powers evolve again and become something new that is explained more fully at the end of the episode. Right. So okay, all right. So yeah, I thought that was very interesting, and I, I like the fact that all that stuff happened with her and the Mind Stone, uh, but the scientists who are who are studying her don't see any of it, and like when they watch the videotape, it's just one minute she's standing, the next minute she's on the floor. Or next second, yeah. she's on the floor. Yeah, no, that was good. So I, I did really enjoy that whole thing. Yeah. And then and we, we got we got kind of a, a silhouetted vision of her in her, her classic Scarlet Witch outfit. Oh, that's right. We did, didn't we? You're right. Yeah, she saw it in like, yeah. a, in like the fire, right? Yeah, it was like a vision. Yeah. Oh, a yeah. vision? A vision? A vision. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> was it the vision? <gasps> No. <laughs> All right, so then we go to our next set of memories, uh, which is at Avengers headquarters and, and sort of this quiet moment between Wanda and the Vision, you know, one of their, their, their like first early encounters. Uh, I just thought it was a sweet moment. It sort of establishes yeah. like the, the boundaries of their uh, – the beginnings of their relationship, I should say. Yeah, absolutely. It was yeah. a good scene. Yeah, it, it was a good scene. I, I thought it was uh, just, just a really well-acted – um, you know, I've always liked Bettany's interpretation of, of, of Vision, and, and I, it, it was, yeah, it was just fun and sweet to watch. Yeah, no, it was, it was good, heartfelt scene. Yep, 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 yep. Then what was, which one was next? Was it, it wasn't her going to S.W.O.R.D., was it? I want to say that it was, because I, I, there were only, what, th like three or four flashbacks, I thought. Yeah, I thought it was four, because then we get to the one where she goes to Westview. Yeah, that was kind of an extension of the, of the, of one the sword where she one. goes to sword. All right, so, yeah, okay, so they are sort of connected all together. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so, 
let's talk about going to sword because I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, uh, because for you know for uh, for a few weeks now, I I've been working off the theory that there's some sort of inciting incident uh, as to why Wanda would storm sword and and steal Vision's body back, which is what we've been told by Hayward. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Well, now we've it's been revealed Hayward is a total scumbag and a liar. Well, not only a liar, but you know they faked that footage. Yeah, fake faked footage. He, he is is totally playing a Monica. And Darcy and 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 uh, Agent Jimmy Wu, and, and yeah. yeah, I mean he's he is manipulating the facts to for his own narrative to, for his own goals, which we'll talk about because we got we got some goals explo- explained in this episode. All right, so yeah, I mean let, let's talk about Hayward here, and and uh, I, I think this is where we see who the real manipulator is in the in the in the in the show. Uh, you know, he has his goals, and I mean he's basically goading. Or, or, or sort of taunting Wanda into, into believing that she's powerful enough to, to resurrect Vision, which would serve his purposes. He obviously is trying to bring Vision back online or, you know, back to life, depending on, on which perspective you want to take. Right. Um, for his own purposes. Like, he wants Vision back. He has some sort of plan in place. Sword is obviously not the, 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 the benevolent organization that he wants to paint it to be, where he's talking about how they have a moral and ethical responsibility to dismantle the vision and, and all this stuff. Right. What did you think of that whole thing, that whole interaction with Hayward and his... I mean, we knew he was a dickbag, but now he's a total scum fucker, too. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was good. Um, you know, I... I at first, you know, when when he says, uh, you know, Wanda is saying that that vision deserves a funeral or whatever. And then, um, you know, she's acting like vision belonged to her. And then he says to her, uh, like, but but he's not yours or something. And I was just like, I was like, why would you? you know, set her off like that. And then it was like, oh, because, yeah, he's manipulating her. He's trying to get her to kind of, uh, like, if he thinks that she can bring Vision back, it seemed like that was, like, he was trying to get her to to almost do it, like, right there. Yeah, I mean, and it's almost like uh, like he is more aware of her power set than she is, which is interesting, too. So, so, like, what kind of information or what kind of, uh, you know, what what access does he have to, to... Wanda's power set, I guess, is what I want to know. Like, like, what do they know that, that that hasn't been shared even with Wanda to this point? Which, obviously, Sword's aware that she's super powerful, but she's not aware of it. But he's planting yeah. those seeds. He's planting those seeds that she has the ability to do all these things that he's sort of intimating. Yeah, it, I mean, it could also, I don't know, may, maybe it could just be a hunch because I, I don't, you know, the 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 fact that she, had, well, I don't. Know. I, okay, this gets kind of confusing. Confusing because I was gonna say maybe he knows that she killed Vision before Thanos wound back time and killed Vision. It seems like everyone knows that. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Darcy, Darcy knew that. Yeah, yeah. How do people know that? that that's uh, a question I've wondered about. I was like, I was like, shouldn't some of this stuff be like classified? But what do I know? Well, not only that, but I mean, if, if Thanos like wound back time and it happened a different way, wouldn't people remember? Why would people remember it that other way? I don't think I, he, don't, I don't think Thanos wound back time. I think he wound back 
Vision's destruction Vision. alone. Okay, all right, that makes sense. Because because, okay. because because Wanda watches him die twice. That's right. Okay. So so yeah. So I I'm thinking like if if uh, if he knows that she killed Vision, you know maybe it's just a hunch that she has the power to bring him back. Because I don't see how he would have that kind of information about about her abilities. Yeah. You know to to know for certain that she can do it. Yeah. I wonder if he's just like you know, uh, rolling the dice. Perhaps. And it, it may be something we get more information, more insight into in, in next week with the finale. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's clearly trying to play on her off of her grief. And, yeah. and the fact that she had to uh, uh, first time kill Vision and then watch him be killed a second time, which is, that seems quite horrific. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously, Certainly. and then obviously, we know about the rest of her, you know, her previous grief with with her family, her, you know, her parents, her brother. So this is a character who is who has lost a, 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 so much emotionally, and has been through so much emotionally because of all the all the loss. And all she's trying to get is 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 uh, some closure and 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 some ability to process that grief by by burying vision. And I mean, it's it's so it's like. I don't know. It's like tier one cruelty to, to deny her that. Sure. But I mean, you kind of have to, under, I mean, I, I kind of sort of understood where Hayward was coming from, where it was like, you're not going to bury $3 billion worth of vibranium. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, there's, but it's just like this like cold pragmatism. Yes. There, I, I found it very interesting. And then obviously he's, he's being pragmatic with her, but he's also poking her, you know? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought the whole scene was fascinating. It was, it was one of those things uh, when I got home today from work, I went back and rewatched that scene because uh, it was the one that was kind of like sticking in my mind the most. I was like, there's a lot of interesting things happening in that moment. Yeah, I think it definitely stands out as one of the the better scenes in the episode. Yeah, and you know, and I'll be honest, like I, when the show first started and we were first introduced to Hayward, I just thought he was going to be like some kind of like bureaucratic speed bump to right. our, our characters. Uh, but it seems like more and more he is the bad guy here. <laughs> I mean, it's certainly shaping up that way. Yeah, you know, you know, and I, I don't mean to say that like what Wanda's doing is is right um, with with the world she's created within the hex and 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 forcing people to sort of like live the sitcom life against their wills. That's obviously wrong as well. <laughs> but but it seems like uh, the the bigger threat here is going to be Hayward and his. And we'll just get to the chase now. His his uh, his new version of Vision, right? Which I hope you all watch that mid credit sequence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is that something that's been done with the comics? Because that was my first question. It it is actually. Um um. I don't remember at what at what point in the run if it was in Avengers or when it was back in when it was West Coast Avengers, uh, because in the comic books, uh, Vision is. Sort of an amalgamation of, of uh, of of Hank of Hank Pym, of Ultron, and of Simon Williams, aka Wonder Man. And okay. and Wonder Man inject objected to having uh, like his brainwaves be in Vision, uh, so they removed that aspect of the Vision, and he became like sort of like this all white, kind of like not, not not a lot of personality version of the character. Okay. And so what I'm assuming here is because right. I, you know in the, in the in the Marvel universe and in, in the cinematic universe, 
you know, Vision's a, an amalgamation of Ultron, Tony Stark, and Bruce Banner. And then obviously right. Jarvis. Um, so yes. I'm, I'm assuming this, this will be a, a Vision devoid of, of those those personality aspects that, that came together to, to create the character. Hmm. Or to shape his personality, at least. So we'll, right. we'll see a Vision who's, a, who's devoid of emotion or dev, devoid of that personality, at the very least. Yeah, and I would imagine yeah, we're gonna. Maybe. I would imagine we're we're gonna get some vision on vision action. It certainly seemed that way. Yeah, and you know we we didn't mention, but that I thought this episode was interesting too because all of our side stories got completely uh, shunted aside. You know, in favor of this exploration of Wanda and 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 um, her past, her grief, uh, her her coping, all all of this stuff. Yeah. I felt like that was appropriate. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, I think it was definitely appropriate. Uh, you know, and then it was. Then it, it's from there that we find out that uh, you know Wanda takes the drive, and we find out why she's in Westview in the first place. And I thought that was just one of those like really sweet, touching things too, where you find out she has this deed to this property, and it's in her name and the Vision's name, and they were going to build a home and and live there and live their life. And you kind of see like the culmination of of all those those feelings. And the emotions that she's going through, all that mm-hmm. turmoil she's in, kind of come together as she... I, I think she initially just wanted to build the house, but then it became so much more. Like, her powers just ramped up. I don't even know if it was that. I I took it as, like, she was just so overcome with grief. And that, that's how it happened. Was she just couldn't control it. Yeah. And, and she was finally, like... She was finally crying. She was finally, like, letting go. She was finally releasing. And that's how it happened. Right, but it, but instead of releasing, I mean, she almost like reverts in in a sense because she creates like this fantasy world where she doesn't have to mourn anymore, where she doesn't have to grieve anymore. She doesn't have to sure. finish the process. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it seemed very much. I I was interested in the fact that, uh, you know, as you know, she's building the house and and the the hex around Westworld uh, Westview, not not Westworld, <laughs> around <laughs> Westview is forming and 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 changing into that sitcom world that we saw in the first episode. Um, it's all, it's, you know, it's all red tinged except for vision who is like that yellow mindstone color. Right. So I wondered yeah. what you thought of that. Do you think that's some sort of clue, uh, that, that the power of the mindstone is also part of Wanda's power set as well. So like maybe the mindstone has gone or like out of, out of reach, but it's still part of her. Uh, honestly, I didn't give it much thought when I watched it, but I mean, that does make a, a certain amount of sense that it left, you know, left some kind of impression on her. Um, yeah, that, that it's, I, what did you say that it was like part of her? Yeah. It's, it's like sort of become part of her power set in, in a sense. Like it's, it's left some kind of like a echo of itself in her. Yeah. You know, I think that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. It's the only thing I, I could think of, especially in in context with, you know, what we saw with 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 uh, Hayward's, you know, white vision, uh, which I'm assuming will be sort of like a, like a mindless automaton that that Hayward controls. Yeah. Um, but that's a physical body for this for our vision to go back into, so that he comes out of this story back in back of being alive, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Then. Again, that makes sense. I didn't even didn't even consider that. Yeah, because I mean, remember, the, uh, the Vision in the hex is not a physical being, right? But he is sort of himself in the confines of that world, 
Uh, but remember when he tried to leave? I mean, it, it pulled him back in. Like, he had to stay in there. Yeah. So, I mean, I want to do a little speculation theater with you, and I, I, I did a little part of it here. Uh, I, I do think that is the potential way to bring Vision back is into this this sort of a, a golem, if you mm-hmm. will, you know, where his his the 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 version of Vision in the hex merges with the the, the physical one that can be outside of the hex. Yeah. But I also wonder if they 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 will do something more complete or um, um more uh, superhero like I should say, uh, where he has to sacrifice the chance for another life with Wanda to save the people in that town or to save. Uh, other beings because that's kind of like Vision's bag. I mean, he yeah. always thinks of the other people first, of the of the people he's trying to save. So. Well, I hope it's something along those lines because, um, you know, I think one of the reasons why I didn't even consider the possibility of Vision entering this other Hayward-built Vision's uh, body is because I was thinking, like, oh, you know, like she's going to have to say goodbye to him again. And this time she's actually going to, she's actually going to have to like deal with that. Um, whereas if, 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 if vision just ends up in this other visions body and everything goes back to normal, then, you know, she didn't really, she doesn't really learn anything. Um, I mean, maybe that's what they're going for, but <laughs> no, I, 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 I yeah. thought I, I definitely think the same thing. I think I'm on the same page as you. I think I like the idea of Vision sacrificing, but but they have their moment to to say goodbye and and to kind of close out the their, their sort of you know tragic love story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and I, I would also imagine. You know, eventually the these actors are going to want to phase out of the roles. So it, it could just be Paul Bettany's tired of sitting in that makeup for seven hours or however long it takes. So, well, yeah. I mean, to to be fair, like you know, I don't I don't think Marvel has done anything um, that is is uh, not serving the story. You know, I I don't think they have a problem. Uh, uh, Putting the That's characters true. through these yeah. emotional moments, uh, you know, you know, comic resurrection in comics is is a dime a dozen. It happens all the time, um, you know. It, but like you said, the Wanda's character has to grow and, and progress and change, and and she has to go through these these hard moments. And again, to, to have Vision go out yeah. in a way that is also more fitting of a hero of, of, of his stature, you know, saving the people of Westview or, you know, or whatever the case may be. Uh, because I'm assuming, you know, Agatha obviously is going to be a big part of whatever happens in the final confrontation here. You know, maybe he saves right. their kids or something along those lines. I, I, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm really uh, excited to see what happens next. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, but I, I, I am sort of of, of the train of thought that, uh, now, Vision is still not going to make it out of the story in one piece. <laughs> Though they have given you the clues or, or, or the, uh, you know, all the, all the pieces are there for him to get out of it. I just don't think he will. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, not, not, not to sound cruel or anything, but, you know, I hope Vision doesn't make it out of the show alive because, um, 
you know, I want I want death in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to to actually mean something. And now that now that we have the multiverse, you know, there's kind of an easy out with that, like like, like what they did with uh, Gamora. Um, so so yeah, I, I just I, I want it to mean something. Oh yeah, no, I, I I definitely agree with you on that. I think I think all of us know who read comic books. We know how you know death is. Uh, a fairly common occurrence, and 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 so is the resurrection of said dead character. Uh, right. So I like the, I like the idea that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe we can we can explore these things in a more realistic fashion because because we do have actors playing these roles, and they will they will not be these characters forever. And the the Marvel Universe is so rich with characters that we don't need to have. Uh, these characters around for fifty years, you know, or, or have like multiple iterations. Which I'm, I'm, and I'm sure that'll all happen eventually. But like right now, that's not how the Marvel universe is shaped. And yeah. to to be able to explore death more fully, uh, to have characters have to go through grief and go through uh, these emotional turmoil and trauma, I, I think it makes the characters better better characters, and it makes them better heroes for for the for the losses they have to endure, and. Uh, you know, I mean, for the it felt like for the longest time the only character in in a, in a cinematic way that was allowed to have death in their life was Spider Man. Uh, <laughs> but I like that there the, the possibility exists now. Now, like I said, the 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 escape clause is there. Like you can bring the vision back, and and, and you know it'll be like all right, well the the uh, you know all the parts were there, all the pieces were there, and this is their way out, and and now you have vision again. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like it. It, it doesn't feel like a. a an authentic ending. You know what I mean? Right. But if this is all supposed to lead into multiverse of madness, then maybe we're not really going to get an authentic, genuine ending. Maybe it's going to be more of a continuation kind of thing. It's definitely a possibility. And, you know, you know, we're just speculating because that that's kind of like the fun part of a show like, like one division, I think, because, you know, the, the, this show still has a. Uh, I think it still has a few cards up its sleeve because, hey, it's magic, baby. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and and you know, I I I am really excited about the 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 finale coming up uh, because uh, there's again we don't have all the answers just yet. We don't know Hayward's objectives. We you know the vision is still in play. Uh, yeah. You know, our vision. Our our colored. Our, our red and green and silver vision is still is still out there. Uh, Darcy yep. still has a role to play. We don't know what's up with with, uh, with Monica and, and Jimmy Woo. Uh, but everything's oh. everything's about to collide. Well, I have a I have a I have a question. That that friend that Monica kept talking about, uh, that astrophysicist friend that everyone thought was going to be Reed Richards. Did we did we meet that person? That's what I'm is wondering. That... I, you know, they never really specified like this is my astrophysicist friend. Right. I was like, oh, is it... they made because they seem to make a quasi big deal about the that military general that she met up with in right. episode seven. Right. But I was, and I was like, I don't know who that is. If that's anybody. Well, you know, I I never really bought into the 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 Reed Richards thing because, like I said, I feel like this show had probably been locked for for a while and they were just kind of waiting or finishing up effects or whatever. So by the time we got the announcement that Marvel was going to do a Fantastic Four thing, you know, and they announced, uh, um, I forget the, the, the director's name, who's going to slide over from Spider-Man to do Fantastic Four. I mean, that's all we know. 
there's there's not been any casting announcements. I don't think there was time to insert Reed Richards into the show. You know, it, it was yeah. I, 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 I mean, part of me thinks it was just uh, no something designed to get people like fired up. No, I I think so too, and I'm not even saying that it it was going to be Reed Richards or had to be, but it it. it because of those lines, like you said, that like they're designed to get people fired up and to get people talking on the internet, but it, it could be some sort of outcome to it. You know, it doesn't have to be Reed Richards, but you should show who that person is. Well, and that's why, uh, like like you said, I, I do kind of wonder if that if that was who that that military person was who helped with uh, with that, um, uh, via, you know, all terrain moon vehicle they were dri- trying to drive into the hex. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't. I don't know. We 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 may get more information on that uh, later on. I don't. I don't have a great answer for you on that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, that's fine. I, I was just curious. I was. I was thinking I missed something. No. I, again, I think it's. You know, it's one of those. Those. I feel like it's one of those bits of information uh, that they they put in there, and the fans just run wild with it. You know. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. I'm not either. You know, it's it, it's, you know, I I think back to Endgame, um, you know, before you know when when we're dealing with the world, you know, post snap, and 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 um, Black Widow is meeting with all the people via hologram about like all the different things that are going on in the world and in, in the in the galaxy and stuff like that, and uh, they 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 talk about like the the underwater earthquake off the coast of Africa or whatever it is and everyone decided that was Namar and it's like can it, can it just be an earthquake yeah yeah sometimes an earthquake is just an earthquake yeah you know and you know I, I appreciate people's uh, enthusiasm and excitement about everything you know the, about bringing more of these characters to life in, in, the, in the cinematic universe uh, but not everything is an Easter egg for something Right. You know, if yeah. if we live in a world where everything's an Easter egg for something else, uh, that's kind of boring. <laughs> yes. Because then, then you're kind of doing what, what's happening right now, where you're waiting for an odd line to reference something else. Just watch what you're watching. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's, it, it's not only boring, it's also tedious, because you're just sitting there thinking, like, what does that mean? What does that mean? That means something, you know? I You know, it's funny. I, I Sometimes I think back to... Uh, when we were kids and we would watch Star Wars and Star Wars was, you know, we, we, you and I have talked about it on the, on this podcast on, on MandoVision, uh, you know, how it was highly influential for us. That was a movie that referenced things that we had no context for and no understanding. And we just accepted it for what it was. And we moved on with our lives. <laughs> You're like Clone Wars. What are the yeah. Clone Wars? Those sound cool. Mm. And then we never got an answer for 20 something years. <laughs> So like that's just what it was. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like those days are so long gone. Ah, uh, yeah. And, right. and because of what Star Wars accomplished, the fact that you can set these things up and then twenty years later go back to it and say that's what this was. Well, I you know like 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 you know sometimes dialogue is just dialogue. It doesn't have to mean anything. Yeah. I'm I'm just right. I, I'm 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 a yeah. little exhausted looking for clues to something that is probably just a word that they needed to share, <laughs> you know. They were just it's just a piece of exposition. That's I, all it is. I gave up on that a long time ago. I know, but like you know, I I, I don't want to go on a whole diatribe about 
the, the, the state of our society and how we can't focus on what's in front of us because we're too busy looking ahead to everything that's coming up. But it does sort of seem that way, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. It, it, you know, at least when it comes to, to entertainment and, and, and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I, again, to close out our, our conversation about this, I really liked this episode. I thought it was a lot of fun to kind of go, well, fun maybe a bit of a strong word, but, it, you know, it was very interesting to go through, uh, to more fully explore Wanda's emotional state from all these different moments of, you know, a lot of trauma in there, but also like that 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 heartfelt moment with, with her and Vision at, at Avengers headquarters and, and, and stuff like that. And uh, again, uh, I, that scene with, with Hayward, is just very revealing to like what's going on here, and uh, you know we, we we didn't talk we talked a little bit about about the mid credit stinger, uh, you know with, with the the white for, colorless version of of Vision, um, but clearly he's been you know poking at Wanda for a while now because we see that getting that drone imbued with her magical abilities was a, a huge part of his plan to bring this new version of Vision online. Yes. So I, I, I'm very interested in, in, in all of this and, and uh, seeing Wanda's reaction to like this sort of potentially like this, I, I'm, I'm going to call him an automaton because I don't think this version of this, this, uh, this white vision will be imbued with any of the personality traits that we know from vision. I mean, no, I, w- I wouldn't imagine. So yeah, it would probably have, you know, more to do something that Hayward can control. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm very curious about uh, learning more about his motivations for like why does he want to have a version of the vision that he can control like what what's what's that guy's thought process you know we, we sort of got a hint I think it was in episode one that like something's up with that guy as far as like something's happened to him you know either at the time of the snap or in the post snap world uh, he, you know he just kind of make a comment to Monica about like you know how the world is very different now and and, and I, I can't I can't remember the exact reference but. He he did say something that is kind of stuck in my brain, and I may have to go back and we rewatch that scene. Yeah, I mean, you know, it could be something as simple as um, you know an overreach of power because after something like the snap, you know, he he realizes that um, you know half the world can can be annihilated with literally the snap of a finger, so he's kind of overreaching as far as how to, how to protect from that. Yeah. Very likely. Very likely. Uh, but yes, I am very excited to watch the episode next week and I may even rewatch this one again too. Cause it was, uh, it was quite good. And we don't, you know, we, again, we, just, we you know, I, 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 we talked about it a little bit, but we still don't know exactly what Agatha's role is going to be in this, in this final confrontation here. This is going to be exciting. Yeah. Maybe they'll, I don't know, be so ridiculous. I hope this doesn't happen. Maybe they'll have to team up <laughs> her and Scarlet Witch to defeat whatever uh, whatever machinations Hayward has in store. Yeah, I mean, it definitely seems like, like Agatha is, is, is somewhat threatened by, by Wanda's powers and, and how uh, immense they are. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But Agatha also seems like a, a creature of opportunity. Yeah, and, and she may try to figure out a way to, to control Wanda for her own purposes at this point, too. I mean, again, there's yeah. so much left on the table to, to explore. I think that, I think this next episode is going to be just packed full of full of uh, of information and answers and things like that. Yeah, I 
Yeah, we'll see. We will see. You know, it, you know, it's it's not always easy to stick the landing in in, in a show, um, but I, you know, again, there's a lot of there's a lot of, <laughs> pardon the expression, but there's a lot of balls in the air on this one, and and let let's see if they can catch every single one of them. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, man, thanks so much for joining me and talking about WandaVision. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we may have to we may have to reconvene next week to wrap it all up. Sounds good. All right, dude. Later on. Later. Wanda, welcome home. Should we stay in tonight? Hey, there it is. That's the conversation. I hope you all enjoyed that one. Uh, always a lot of fun to catch up with my brother and talk about these things. Now uh, this is. This was our lives back in the day. You know, we would go to the comic book store and have these conversations. Now we get to watch these things unfold on television and and, and connect over the over the internet. Oh, how times have changed! What a what a time what a time to be alive. Anyways, so much to look forward to on the show. So much to unpack. I may have to again. I may have to go back and rewatch this episode because there there's a lot going on here. Uh, the whole spectrum of emotion from Wanda. What's going on with Hayward? What's going to happen with that that one uh, Vision Golem? You know, like, ooh, ooh, so many pieces in play here. We got so much to get to next week. It's going to be massive when we try to break down this episode, this this final episode coming up. Cannot wait for that. I hope you all are as excited as I am to check out the season, possibly series finale, of WandaVision next week. And I, I am pretty sure we're going to do that show on Friday and drop it out for, for everyone uh, later in the day. Oh, boy, it's going to be a doozy. All right, so listen, uh, thank you all so much again for, for the for the love and support of this podcast. We would not be here without all of you, every single one of you listeners out there, uh, but especially to the people who are official members of Pophead Nation, which you can become at patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast. You will gain access to bonus content. It's out there. It exists. It's just for patrons at a certain level. Thank you to our current patrons. Thank you to the Aspenil Jody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail co-host of The Ringing Ear, a fantastic music podcast that I recommend. Thank you to Evil Circle, the evilest of all the circles. Squidmaster General, Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer, and our very own Joker and Harley Quinn, Brian and Krista of Pariah Brewing, right here in San Diego, California, making top-notch beers for the consumers. They're there providing us with the, 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 the medicine we need during this global pandemic. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Remember, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please make sure you you take the time. You leave us a five-star review. They are a big, big help in getting the word out about what we're doing here on the show. And uh, make sure you're liking, subscribing, and sharing the show with all your friends, enemies, loved ones, uh, your neighbor's dog, your, your, your cousin's cat, all of it. All of it. Thank you all so, so much for listening. See you next week. Ciao, babes. Great story. Compelling and rich. We're not going to be fucking sunk this year! We're the Stanley Cup champions!